Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Hi. We are back again with some beers from Broken Bats in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So not too far away not this time. Not too far. Not too far But we're still kind of out and about, you know. We We've kind of done a little bit of that lately, which is always nice because it means we got some travels. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. We just got back from Wisconsin a couple weeks ago, actually, and uh, brought home some beer because that's, you know, what they have there is beer and cheese. So. Uh. Yes. It's always nice to visit above the cheddar curtain. It is. It is. We do enjoy it. So, yeah. So we're going to pop open. Let's see. We're going to drink Daryl Strawberry Kettle Sour. You will see a trend in the uh, baseball-themed things here. I'm going to read. Every can also has a little kind of blurb on them. Um, A story, if you will. So I'm going to read this real quick, and then we can start drinking. Just like the man himself. This Daryl Strawberry Kettle Sour is a little sweet and a little sour. Loaded with fresh strawberries, this tart sour has the perfect kiss of sweet for the summer months. So, uh, we're going to open up. I have not had these. Um, They brew and can all of their stuff in-house and have limited distribution. So, we'll give this a shot. It looks very foamy. It does look very foamy, but I think it's gonna settle. I think that was just maybe, maybe an my overfilled walk can down here and over. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Yeah, but it did feel a little overfilled. But it's... honestly, it's uh the head's the head's shortening a bit. Man, that's clear though. I uh I think I've told this story before, but I had a keg in my keyser that the pressure was too high. Oh yeah. And there was not a ton I could do about it without messing around with the whole system. Because mm. if I just lowered the pressure, it would mess with the other sure. two kegs. Yeah. But the alternative is making the line longer on the keg that gotcha. is coming out too quickly. Yep. And a combination of my own laziness <laughs> plus uh, cheapness because I'd have to You'd buy, have to more, buy line. more line. And yep. I buy really expensive beer line now sure. because I have found that it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't want to do any of those things. So every pour <laughs> was just, just like a pour. roll of the dice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Russian roulette. What are we going to get? You didn't know if you were going to make a huge mess or it was going to be okay. <laughs> and it was all about paying attention and pouring about half of what you thought you wanted. Just in case. <laughs> Got it. All right. So we're going to drink this uh, strawberry kettle sour. Look at how it clear that is. It settled very quickly. It's it did almost settle very like quickly. A, but it doesn't have a little tiny rosy hint to a the, little bit. the clarity. With, I it's think super it, clear it yellow. It is, but it has a little rosé, if you will. Yeah. A rosé. It does smell like a sour. Hmm. 
It's a very subtle taste. I it's it is I, not. Oh yeah, I expected. I was thinking the sour would be much more sour. Yeah, it's. I, I this is a weird thing to say that's not going to sound like a compliment, but it's like as mild flavor as it is colored. It is like just really yeah. subtle. It's got all of the qualities of the sour you do get a tiny bit of funkiness especially in the yep, aftertaste you do yeah and i get a little bit of that strawberry sweetness kind of like off the bat like right at yeah, the beginning at first it's not it's not overwhelming though like the it's strawberry really to subtle. me is very subtle uh you know i would i would call it berry i don't even know if i would be sure it's strawberry it's not yeah overly strawberry you to could me. almost convince me and not because it's tart but you could almost tell me it was a raspberry or yes. something like that yes. and i would believe you yeah i would because I it's totally so mild. Would. it's a very mild flavor um it's very crisp and very clean actually which is surprising mm-hmm. from a sour it's not real funky it's not super tart on the little bit of the aftertaste is where you get a little bit of that yeah but not it is not a sour no i mean on the exhale i get that kind of funky like sure sure feeling but i don't really it's not a lot of flavor that brings that up it's it's an interesting interesting beer so all right well let's talk a little bit about broken bat so um they opened in 2017 they kind of got actually started with the help of a kickstarter campaign um the two owners were our lifelong were friends um and tim one of them it was tim and dan tim was kind of more of the business end of things dan was kind of more of the brewing sure recipe kind of things seems to be the trend with duos yeah definitely one has a strength and the other has a different strength so yeah uh march 2013 he really started thinking about opening a brewery and he would go and pretend he was working on like a grad paper (laughs) and go to interview like brewers and brewery owners to get kind of information and research for his plan um and he actually wrote his business plan he was just in the corporate world like on his lunch hour in his car (laughs) to try and get things going so that was starting the idea came out in like 2013 they finally opened a place in 2017 they actually then moved to a bigger facility in 2020 so they're in what's called the walker's point neighborhood of milwaukee which is pretty popular okay area of milwaukee um but so the the goal of this was to kind of join their two favorite pastimes of baseball and craft beer so every beer of theirs is going to have some sort of baseball theme okay they're very much there um they're upstairs in their new tap room it's called the the lumber room but it essentially has lots of tvs stadium style speakers like um when you're walking around the facility there's pictures showing the origins of each of their different beer names oh cool um throughout kind of the whole place so you can walk around and see what their different beers are and the story behind the different beers. Um, so, yeah, so very baseball kind of themed. Um, they describe the name. It's Broken Bat. Um, as in baseball, when a bat breaks, it's something unexpected. And that's what they really wanted their beer to be, something different and unexpected. Um, so they went with that. Their goal is to spread love of craft beer and baseball um, while also giving back to the community that's surrounding them. 
Um, they even have an indoor wiffle ball field at oh, their facility. Man, that's so cool. So they actually have weekly wiffle ball leagues <laughs> where you can rent out the wiffle ball field for like your private event. I'm trying to uh, picture a <laughs> wiffle ball field, to be honest with you. It's like a little or baseball field. So you only okay. need like four people on each team to play. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it's uh it's, That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's sounds really cool. I have not played wiffle ball in a very, very uh, long a thousand time. years. Yeah. Very, very long time. But yeah, so um the taproom plays like old school nineties music, spin doctors, hooting the blowfish type thing. Awesome. So you can play with a ball, grab a beer, listen to some 90s, hang out. Your dog's welcome. Um, it's a, a lot of places in Milwaukee actually are very dog friendly. Their mug club, it looks like a baseball bat that you can drink out oh, of. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And so one fun fact from them is that um, they made a beer last year, and I believe they made it again this summer, with corn harvested from the left field of the Field of Dreams in Iowa. Oh, so man. So the actual f- corn field that they played, like the White Sox and the Yankees played last summer, um, and they harvested corn from there. Well, they didn't, but someone did, and they brewed a can of corn beer from it that's awesome yeah what a cool thing very cool um yeah i wonder how they got they were able to do that if it was like they approached them or if it was you know it had to be an idea that they came up with and i'm not sure who they contacted or anything like that they're one of the i mean they're probably one of a unique marketing in that they are super baseball focused. Sure. So, and they wanted to not just be brewers focused because they're Milwaukee, but they're baseball everything focused. Sure, so, right. You know, it doesn't matter what team you are. They're just all about baseball and beer. So who knows? I'm not entirely sure. I mean, Milwaukee isn't that far from Iowa. So could have, I mean, they're yeah. all Midwestern. Um, yeah, that's you know, true. So Maybe it just yeah, not entirely sounded sure, like a good idea but, and they just took it and ran. Yeah, they've... Broken Bat, um, I'm not sure if you still can. You used to be able, they used to distribute it regularly actually at games. Oh, cool. There's also a minor league, te- minor league, um, up kind of in Wisconsin, I think the Northwoods area, and they are like the official beer of that league. So at all of the different stadiums, nice. small but minor league, but they play at, they serve the Broken Bat beer. Oh. Um, so yeah, so pretty pretty cool um something unique definitely not some uh, a theme that you see everywhere so yeah but the, i like that i like yeah. the idea of having something else some underlying theme yeah. to a brewery it may it makes you special it does it makes you special it makes people want to check it out you know it's, it's something that draws people in and definitely something unique like the you know that can of corn beer like that's something that you could, you know, market widely too that people might yeah. show interest in coming to coming to check it out. So yeah. definitely. Well and something. I think like something like that, for example, if you like baseball and you find out about this brewery, you maybe go to the brewery. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And that kind of gives you a little bit of crossover. Yep. For which both, I think is cool. Yeah, both interests. So yeah. I think people that are interested in both of those things, and I'm sure there's lots of people. I mean, I've been to Brewers games too. You know, I'm not Absolutely, even a Brewers yeah. fan, but yeah. I've been up that way. So if Same. you're in Milwaukee for a baseball game, it's a great place to stop and check uh, it yeah. out. And there's a they have a much bigger facility now than they did before. Um, they didn't plan on expanding so quickly, but the opportunity came about, and they Sounds were great. growing. Good for so them. they figured, why not? So yeah, so awesome for for that team, and uh, yeah. Daryl Strawberry Kettle Sour. It's growing on me. 
I don't dislike it. It's just not what I expected. Yeah. So I like the flavor actually, and it's pretty easy drinking. I just expected something more tart. Out yeah, of it, I thought I was gonna not... get a little bit like knocked over by yeah. it with yeah. the flavor profile that was described. Yeah. So, but it... they do kind of talk about a little sour and a little sweet is in this description back here and i think maybe that's what they were going for yeah it's rather than being overwhelming with anything yeah it's it's not an overwhelming flavor i get sour i get sweet i just go it's not over neither are overpowering it's a very easy this is only a 5.5 percent abv too it's a very drinkable uh you know beer so it's something that you if you don't love sours this is a sour you could easily drink oh, and totally. enjoy the Absolutely. taste of it um so but yeah i don't i don't dislike it it's just not what i expected but it's not not bad so yeah yeah all right so a little about broken bat now let's move on to a new fun topic yeah we're gonna talk about trying new things so you know if you've ever yeah. thought about trying wiffle ball this would be the time for you to talk about it, Lauren. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now we know where to go for yeah. our wiffle ball uh, leagues. Yeah, right? <laughs> Had I known that was a thing, maybe I would have pursued right? a wiffle ball career or in my <laughs> earlier days. Now I think that ship has sailed. I don't know. I think we're too old for that now. But, you know, the whole point of this conversation is to talk about trying new things. Yes, yes. Uh, and what we see our kids doing and what we kind of see ourselves doing. I did think back to our episode where we had wishes ah. as the topic, and I thought, well, if my wish would have come true, then I'd try <laughs> a bunch of new things because I would immediately be good at them. Yeah. And that would inspire me to probably get out there and, and do play more. wiffle ball. Yes. But also, yeah. Do more things. Yeah, do I don't many love, new things. I don't love doing things I'm not good at, but unless you try it, you never know. So Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I try to keep an open mind and I actually have a little bit of thoughts about trying new things Ooh. for myself, okay. but I'm going to start, I'm going to talk to my, about my kids okay. first and I'll kind of end on myself. I like it. Um, we're kind of dealing with the trying new things topic a lot for my older son because he started middle school. Ah, so yes. now he's in this environment where... First of all, there's a lot of like activities through yep. school mm-hmm. that are available a to him. A lot more than when yeah, they were younger for sure. I mean, when you're in elementary school, a lot of the activities are like after school like enrichment type things or yep. like occasional club yep, type usually stuff, but it's like not temporary. Yeah, the, it's not yeah. a lot and it is temporary. Yeah. Whereas in middle school, you start reaching the point where you really have to narrow down what you think you want to get into because yeah. You whether can't you want to do join. band, whether you want to do yeah, yeah whatever other, yeah. Because you can't join every activity. Because eventually, whatever activities you start in getting involved in are the things that take up your time yeah. regularly. And totally. yeah, the older you get, the more, you know, band is a great example. I mean, as a sixth grader, his band is a class, but he doesn't have a lot of commitments outside of the class. Sure, sure. Because he's a beginner. Yep. But, you know, next year he'll be in the marching band and do parades on the weekends. And he'll have more performances and things like that. And it will might require after school rehearsals on occasion and things like that. And so once those moments happen, that becomes quite a bit more involved of an activity. Yeah. A lot more time consuming. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we've he started to do a little bit of that. He joined a couple clubs and okay. you know, he did try out for the soccer team, although we did learn afterward that uh they only have one soccer team at high school, so he was competing against 7th and 8th graders as oh, well. They don't have like a JV okay, or a gotcha, fresh gotcha. I'm sorry, a 6th grade sure, team. Sure. 
if you remember when we were yep. in junior yeah, high, like sixth grade. there was like a sixth grade basketball team. Yeah, because they were we were so bad. So I right, mean. <laughs> but you your chance to yes. to be on the team was increased because yeah, I played basketball and I was horrible because there was you right. know yeah that was it that was you know Lauren was average at our school you guys yes yes very much <laughs> an average basketball sports. player. Yeah. <laughs> Not not top tier, but maybe not like in the grand scheme. You know, no. you were on the lower end of that, so including cool. myself. I was also on that same basketball yes. team. <laughs> I also did not make it to a higher level team ahead of time. It was also it was sixth grade or seventh grade or eighth grade. There was no yes. moving yeah. up early. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he did try out for soccer, although he didn't make the team. Like I said, it was pretty limited, and it sounded like a lot of kids tried out. And yeah, and he handled that pretty well. Yeah. I know eventually, I'm sure we'll revisit the topic of like disappointment sure, and things sure. like that. Um, he actually handled it pretty well. That's good. Um, it really actually motivated him to look for something else to do, and oh, this kind of brings us back around Ooh. to trying new things. New things. So I think on the positive, not making the soccer team inspired him to look around at some other activities at the school, which is great. Oh, good. Uh, he's thinking about joining the student government, which oh. actually sounds extremely involved. Yeah. Um, and he has to go through a whole process. He had to get, like, all of his teachers had to sign this form. Wow. He has to do this presentation. And huh. then they decide whether or not to let him in. So wow. it's like a big yeah. thing. We've been working on it. It's actually due this week. Wow. So we're, you know. That seems very involved. It's it's <laughs> pretty involved. So I assume being part of the organization is involved. Yeah. So wow. That's we'll cool. see. Yeah. Um, when he was growing up to this point, you know, we tried to find activity. We tried to expose him to as many activities yeah. as possible. Same with the little one. I mean, I'm sure yeah, he did sure. the same. Um, and really it just became about if there was an area for us that we felt like maybe would help him. So mm -hmm. like karate, for example, which I've talked about many yep, times, yep. we wanted him to work on focus and following directions and discipline. And, and we thought karate would accomplish all of those goals. And it certainly has. That's He's awesome. much better at all of those things. Yeah. And karate plays a big part in why. Sure. So, you know, when it came to that. That activity and us, we kind of just met in a good place. Mm -hmm. My little one mm -hmm. is very athletic, which I've talked about many yeah. times as well, but weirdly lazy at the same time. <laughs> that makes for an interesting and combination. I, yeah, I think weirdly is actually the right descriptor with lazy because if we can get him to try something, mm -hmm. he usually enjoys it because he's got this kind of natural athletic ability and sure. he will be semi-decent at it right away. Mm -hmm. It's getting him... To actually it's try. It's pushing the kid out the door, man. Ah, okay. I mean, like, I sent him to this camp over the summer, oh, just yeah. one week of camp at a nature reserve in Palos Heights called Lake Catherine. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, it was cool. super cheap. Oh, wow. And yeah, I'll tell you all about all it right. because you should definitely sign your kids up. Right. If Sounds if the good. time yeah. allows, you should sign them up to go to this camp. It was amazing. Cool. And they're in the age range. So yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Um, and it was just like all these outdoor activities. They did fishing. Mm. They did kayaking. Oh, wow. They did cool. all this really cool stuff. And it's a beautiful place. Yeah. And initially trying to get him to go, he was just like, I don't really like kayaking. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, it's only one activity the one day and you won't do it the whole time. And, like, right. maybe you will like it. 
give it a try. You know, I forced him out the door that day and got him to go to it, and he loved it. (laughs) And I think he just, he's more hesitant to try new things, I think is the moral. Whereas my older son is like, will do anything. Totally up for a He would try anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely have one of one of each in yeah, that arena. That's fair. So. We, uh, we the twins do one activity together, so they do um, mixed martial arts together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually wound up trying that in the first place because of a friend of ours. Her kids did it, and okay. so they told us my kids and our kids were like oh we kind of want to try it um ironically her kids have since long since dropped out of it (laughs) um but our kids really enjoyed it and we saw similar to karate that there was a lot of value in sure that and following directions and focusing and just you know the the message that you get from that is well and it's a confidence builder too which is a big thing that i didn't mention but yeah yeah for sure there's so many positives for kind Mm, of all of those kind of martial arts program so our kids the twins are still doing it and they both enjoy it and want to go um i've nice. never had to argue with them to to go at all which is that's good. great yeah my um, son too there have been times where well i'm like come on man get ready we've got to head well, out sure. part but of it never is like, like hey, i don't I'm want to sitting on my tablet and just get your stuff together but uh, yeah it's never a i don't want to go to this activity it's more a oh crap there's five minutes before we have to leave yeah so we've had that that happens on a frequent basis yeah. just in life but... i've had that happen we can talk about that next time <laughs> yeah. but yeah. that issue has well, arisen many get, times get your, get your stuff together um my twin boy started lacrosse like a couple of years ago completely random i don't know if i saw it or my husband saw just like a flyer for it we knew no one who had ever played it and we were like maybe he'll like this let's try the camp and it was only like a few weeks of camp and he tried it and he's been playing it for like almost three years now and yeah he likes it and it's a unique sport so it's not something that a lot of other kids in his school play sure i think he kind of likes that that it's not baseball or basketball or you know something else so um yeah he he likes that he can watch it on tv and it's you know cool and he likes the premier lacrosse league like he asked for like sweatshirts from them for christmas and things like that so he's like super into that but at the time it was something completely new that my husband had to learn how to like mm-hmm. help him along because we had no idea what the rules were, no yeah, idea what anything right? was. Completely new, new and foreign to us. But um, he tried it and he seems to like it. You know, my daughter, I feel like we put her in dance as a default because she's a girl and they just is a dance class close by. And not that she has to dance, but it was just something else for her to do. I don't think she loved it. She did it for a few years. And then I got like an email about this musical theater class that the same organization is doing. And my daughter is constantly walking around singing songs, making up like plays and things like that. And uh, we were like, all right, well, why don't we give it a try? So she's currently doing that. Um, that sounds and good. We will see how that goes. I actually think my younger son would really enjoy dance. Yeah. And it was kind of the opposite where I was like, why don't you try a dance class? And he was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do that because it's for girls. There were like a couple he, boys in her class. Yeah, I think, yeah. He, I think he was a little skewed. And sure. I think as I have said about everything else, if I had pushed him a little, maybe he yeah. would have gotten into it. 
he kind of has fallen in love with soccer, oh. which is great. Yeah. And he's talented at it and enjoys it, has a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. He's still young, but sure. um, yeah. but really enjoys it. Okay. And for the most part, just like with my other son with karate, it's not a battle. Only so uh, only when it's super early in the morning on Saturdays. And the only reason that's a battle is because I also don't want to go. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> when we have lacrosse in Volo, which is an hour and 15 minutes away yeah. at like 8 a.m. on a Sunday. I know. Nobody right? wants to go. No. Like, and my son, I will say, will be the first one up at 6 a.m. ready to go. But neither me nor my husband want to No. Go. <laughs> I just like my youngest opted to not do soccer this mm-hmm. fall season yeah we didn't either actually for lacrosse yeah and and he had a very mild injury at the end of the spring season okay. uh, he had like a some a foot injury he got kicked and then it mm. kind of got stepped on again oh. and he kept kind of re-injuring himself yeah and it wasn't serious and he seemed to have recovered by the end of the season okay but he was kind of like, I don't want to go too hard too quickly and like yeah. hurt myself, sure. which is sort of a very reasonable thing for an eight-year-old to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. And yeah. I was kind of like, okay, well, you're going back into school right. and we kind of want to be as involved in that as possible. Yeah. And my we can, we older take son, a little break. Yeah. we knew he was going to be, it was going to be super complicated because he was going to be taking honors classes and having yeah. homework a bunch of homework every night and things like that so we didn't want to like mm-hmm. fill the schedule yeah. entirely overwhelm it i totally get that and so we just sort of let soccer go this season and we'll revisit probably not until spring yeah. in the winter they play futsal which is like an indoor soccer oh. it's mm. it's basically what i just described it's an indoor soccer yeah. sort of um <laughs> and i don't think we really want to do that Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because my little one is a tiny bit accident prone, and I think the potential for injury is higher. It's so higher. I'm going to go ahead and opt out of that. That's, that's but we'll fair. hit it again in the spring, and then probably keep at it for a while after that, yeah, unless that's something the thing crazy about sports, happens. Sports, though, even at eight, they could play all year round. Absolutely. I mean, if he could, you yeah. wanted to, like we we could we could be doing lacrosse literally the entire time. He oh, did it yeah. all summer. We didn't end until August, and then we were like. We all need a break. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> like maybe, everybody. Maybe don't do it for a little while. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, yeah. All right. You can go back. He'll do winter camp. But we were like, We just all kind of need a little break. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. my eight year old is still motivated. Mm-hmm. He um, wants to try out for the travel team oh. in the spring. So we won't do recreational soccer. Okay. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't make the team, we probably will. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah. He'll. He'll travel for the travel team, and, and I hypothetically, if he were to make it, it is a much bigger commitment. Mm. The real challenge is going to be talking my older son out of trying out oh, or doing yeah. recreational soccer. And not because he's not skilled sure. or doesn't really enjoy it. It's just we've tried it, yeah. and I feel like there are other things he enjoys more. more. Mm. And the time commitment, it's, it, this is just my opinion. And I would never prevent him from doing something sure, he, if he enjoyed. Sure, he really wanted to, yeah. I don't think he enjoyed it enough for the time he spent doing it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. All summer long, I, we did lacrosse three nights a week. Like, it's a lot. And then when we've got games, it's multiple games on a Saturday or Sunday or sometimes both. Mm-hmm. So it was some weeks was five days a week, and that's just a lot. 
<laughs> well, and before travel season starts up for him in the spring, we're going to have a very serious conversation yeah. about what that's going to involve mm-hmm. because it's going to be like that. Yep. And yeah, we said like you you wanted to do it, you're you're going. So yeah. that's the other thing. Like the problem was like, oh, so and so wants to play today. I'm like, nope, you got lacrosse. Yeah, I think that will be that will make my eight year old hesitate. I'm not trying to prevent him from doing yeah. it. I think it will make him hesitate. Hopefully he does it anyway, because I think he would really yeah. enjoy it. I think the balance would tip the other way for him mm-hmm. versus my older son, who mm. I think enjoys other things more yeah and as they get older it is interesting because there is that you have to make the decision and recognize like do you want to have more of a social life or are you going to continue with these activities yeah and i remember when we were kids you know like that was a thing too like all right like sometimes it's nice if you're on activities with the people you would hang out with but if you're not and i feel like there, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like there were less sports that people were interested in when we were kids. Maybe. And there are a yeah. lot more. Like, I didn't know anyone that played lacrosse when I was a kid. Me or neither. I did. I knew people who did karate, but not like all the different mixed martial arts and jujitsu. And like, nope. there's so many I different know programs that. Yeah. that kids can do nowadays that like your friends are not as likely to be doing the same thing that you're going to right. be doing. I mean, my oldest has been doing karate now for... I mean, four years, and he's run into one kid that overlaps from school. Yeah. And that kid, like, wasn't at his elementary school the whole time my son was there. He had gone and then actually got into an accelerated program, and in Bolingbrook, the accelerated program is in a totally different building. It's an entire school. Wow, crazy. Okay. Yeah, and so he was in the other building, now they're back together. Oh, because okay. he is um, at the middle, the middle school, school, and it, because my son is in honors classes, they, they have, have some class classes too. together a lot. Gotcha. So, which is great. Yeah. And we still run into him occasionally in karate, although I think he's a belt or so above, above. my son because gotcha. he had started earlier. Sure. When my son yeah, yeah, yeah. started was when we knew this kid, and then yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we've we've found activities in a variety of ways. I'm sure once the twins get to middle school they'll you know my daughter's already said she wants to play the clarinet and i'm like all right well we can (laughs) wait a year and see because at some point actually they pick an instrument in fifth grade i believe um because that's when middle school starts for us is right you've said that so it's unique so i'm like all right well you've got things like let's let's try this and then one of her good friends is in girl scouts and so that's another activity that they're like maybe i'll try it i'm like that's a big commitment as well and i feel like that's even really more what you were alluding to Mm -hmm. earlier when you were like oh you know do you want to have a social life or do you want to play these sports and i think actually girl scouts is an activity that i did where i had to make that choice because girl scouts was going to become the only thing i was doing because it is time consuming well and it does become that it really because eventually you have the meetings and you do these activities and you go camping and you go on these service projects and you do all these things and it's all you do yeah and it's if that's what you want to do and your circle is there and that's where your connections are it's an amazing activity Mm -hmm. it just for me at the time it was well now i got to pick between this and the sports i want to do yeah. and the social activities For sure. and had i kept doing it in high school 
I wouldn't have been able to do yeah. marching band, yeah, which is sure. something that I really enjoyed. Yeah, there's so. there's those definitely going to start as our kids get older, those kinds of things. Like, which one? Because you probably can't do all of these things anymore. Yes, um, But exactly. there's lots of different ways that we've kind of gotten into them, whether it be completely random or a school thing sure. or friends or, you know, any of those things. There's yeah. lots of different ways that we've even learned about things. Um, and I feel like that's the same for adult activities. Like my husband joined a gym um, randomly and he really enjoys doing that. But you know, I think he heard about it from from somewhere or from sure. like a Facebook thing or something like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of tried something new again, yeah, even as great. an yeah. old man like that we are. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I am horrible at finding new activities or hobbies to do those. I am also like, like that. I think that's why we do this, though. Yeah, the, totally. This is something that this we This is like, our activity and we hobby. We want to try. Well, that's kind of what my husband says to you. He's like, well, you're going to go podcast this day and I'm going to go to the gym yeah, this day. Yeah. I'm like, cool. But like outside of this, like he's like, you need a hobby. And I'm like... My hobby is just like surviving at this point. Like, I know. And it's funny because I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> like that I often don't recognize the podcast as a time mm-hmm. commitment or as something True, we enjoy as it. an activity. Yeah. Yeah, because really, I mean, you know, deep down for me and Lauren, this is a social activity. Yeah, pretty much. This We're is just a time to interact with another human being who has similar feelings to me. Yes, who isn't my child. And wants or to my drink husband. while yeah. we express said feelings. <laughs> And uh, and sometimes it's educational because I learn about a brewery. Yeah. But otherwise, it's it's really just hanging out. Yeah. And so <laughs> this, is, this is a social event. So I don't think we look at it as an activity the way that people look at things like crocheting sure. or going yeah. to like book club meetings yeah. or like when in actuality it really is just like those. Pretty things. much, yeah. I I was in a book club at one point. Um, How did it go? It wasn't a formal book club, so it kind of totally fell apart. I would join a book club. That is something yeah. that I would do because I thoroughly enjoy reading, which I do all often on my own. But I would definitely join something like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm not a knitter. I don't know how to no. knit or crochet. I tried to do that. I can't do needlepoint. I tried to I teach myself do... to knit, but I was pregnant yeah. at the time, and um. it made me sick. Oh, no. I would, like, <laughs> get nauseous while I was doing it, and I was just like, well, this is not going to work. Oh, no, no. That sounds So horrible. I stopped doing it, and as a result, I just can't bring myself to try again <laughs> because I'm like, no, it was disgusting. Mm, you yeah. know, so, of course, I just don't You're do it. You're associating with the negative. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. fair. I get it. But, yeah, I feel like it's a little bit harder as we get older to find things that are outside of what we're used to that are yes. enjoyable activities or honestly even to try it so even i know if i'm it's I enjoyable know. or not you're not wrong <laughs> i know well um i do have one activity Ooh. that is a new thing well i guess i couldn't call it an activity i don't know you're you can <laughs> you can tell me what you think when i describe it okay so i was watching instagram reels which is not the activity <laughs> although <laughs> i, mean, I do people, spend be, but... a lot of time doing that because i kind of love instagram reels <laughs> and lauren knows this because i send them to her every this now and then true. <laughs> and the number that i watch compared to the number that i send to you is extremely, extremely disproportionate <laughs> yeah like you get one out of every like hundred oh, wow. that okay. i look at your husband has sent me like three while we're recording because he and i actually do it <laughs> that's kind of a lot <laughs> it's like our only conversation there's a handful now. of people uh that 
generally just communicate with my husband through memes and miscellaneous videos. Yes, so I've like, met, we've yeah. discussed this before, and yes. I'm on that list, sort of. I do occasionally chat with him like a normal human yeah. being, but most of our conversations are memes and Instagram reels. Fair. That's kind of a big chunk of I our interactions. <laughs> but And that's true of a lot of people. I actually talk to my brother a lot that way, too. It's a similar... Uh, social relationship when we're not around each other but um but i was watching an instagram reel and this guy was talking about how him and his wife were going to get a divorce because they started using this app and it's called paired and her answer to the question in the app really upset him so they were in, and she's like laughing in the background it's a joke sure, 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 yeah but i was just like oh i'm intrigued what is this app and i yeah. look it up and it's like a couple's app okay. and you get it and your significant other gets it spouse boyfriend girlfriend whatever doesn't okay. matter doesn't okay. you don't have to be in a certain place sure um and once a day you each answer the same question huh. and sometimes the questions are super simple like what's your significant other's favorite date activity okay sometimes the questions are like you know what is the thing that you're struggling with the most right now emotionally huh. wow Okay. And so sometimes it's about yourself. <laughs> sure. Sometimes sure. About you them, ask the question yeah. about them. What do you okay. think about this? Or like, you know, what's the, you know, most memorable experience you've had with them <laughs> or what? And I, we really like it. Huh. We both have been doing That's it for cool. about a week. All right. I've never heard of it. Yeah. This is my like recommendation to All everybody. Right. If there is someone that will do this with you, <laughs> yeah. you should get this app and just try it. Cause if cool. you, it's free. Yeah. If you hate, it's, if it's once free, a day. It's for me. <laughs> yeah, right? It's one question a day. So it's not complicated. Sure, to it's not do. super time consuming. It's... You're not doing a like 20 question survey every day or something crazy. Yeah. And yet I feel like even in the short period of time that we've been doing it, uh-huh. I've learned things about him huh. that I didn't really know. Like sometimes the question is like, what's an annoying thing that the other person, like <laughs> what kind of household chore do you wish they did more often? And, you know, they're not standing in front of you. So right. you it's almost like the Internet is helping, you know, like <laughs> anonymous feeling that you get to have when you're on the Internet. Yep, yep. So you can be they're like, you know, would, your keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if you unloaded the dishwasher a little bit more often. <laughs> and you can say something like that because the person's not standing right in right. front of you. <laughs> but you also, you know, you're going to have to prepare yourself for whatever for the response. Say. Yes. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> All in all, it's been really good. Cool. Like, there definitely has been a little bit of, like, she could do a little bit more of this, and I'm kind of like, I do plenty of that. <laughs> like, I remember, I'm going to give the answer to this one question okay. very quickly, and then we can sample this beer. But one of the questions was, like, what household chore, yeah. project or chore or whatever okay. do you wish that your spouse was more involved in or whatever? And I put this really... Like generic, well, general answer, I will say, of that I wish we did bigger projects together rather than trying to take them on by ourselves. Because mm. as I've spoken yep. about many times, I like to take on these little projects. And there are times where I'm kind of like, this would have taken half the if time. If I would have had help, yeah. If I would have had help. Mm. And mostly I don't have help because I didn't ask. Fair. Yeah. Not because my husband was said unwilling. No. Right. I spent like half of a Sunday putting a door, my front door on, and like oh. he offered to help with certain parts. Sure. And some of it I had him help me with. There were other things he could have helped with if I would have just been like, yeah, hey, can you help can me you do this thing me, yeah. here? I'm trying to remeasure this piece. Yep. It would have taken half the time. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But the question he answered <laughs> uh, was that he thought I could do more cleaning up after dinner, after making dinner. Oh, but that's not your job. Well, <laughs> so I like made a comment because I had read his answer when I was like with my family and I was sure. like, oh my gosh, he says that I should do more cleaning up after dinner. And I was with like my brother's kids or yeah. something and they were like, why don't you clean up more after dinner? And I said, because I cook the meal. So I make dinner. So the so other person I don't clean up, up if I made dinner. That's how it works in our house. Whoever and cooks. The best part was that my brother's kids all went, that's what our dad always says. <laughs> and I was like, well, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works in our house, though. If you cook, you don't clean. So yeah, the opposite I will person. say you, that usually. I mean, it depends too. Like one thing, I definitely am at fault for when it mm-hmm. comes to sort of like after dinner cleanup is sometimes I'll realize the dishwasher is already full. Oh, so and bad. I'll run it, and then it's running when dinner uh, has ended. Yeah. So now you have like this weird situation it's where like, like, do I just wash everything? I, do I wait? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. And in my head, if if I had lived alone, sure. and obviously I could just like tell my husband this, but I don't, um, <laughs> I would just wait for the dishwasher to finish and unload it and yeah, reload, and reload it. it. That's what yeah, I would do. And too. just wash for like sure. the, the big the pots ticket and pans items things that you're right not after stick dinner. In there. And I would just like put all the dishes in a sack after stack yep. after rinsing them. For sure. Yep. And they'll be in the next load. But I don't communicate that. Uh, okay. And so as a result, I think we run into a situation where there are times where I kind of just sit down and after dinner. And you're like... Where I would have maybe been more helpful. Sure, sure. So... <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But yeah, typically if my husband cooks, I'll clean. You know, if I'm cooking something, he'll help clean. The problem becomes when sometimes we'll make food for the kids that neither of us wants to eat, and then we'll make a second meal for just right, me and sure. my husband. Yeah. And we're like, so what do we do now? <laughs> like, yeah, who's cleaning meals, up there's what? There's two cleaning. What are we doing here? But generally speaking, that that is how it works. Yeah. I am intrigued by this app, though. I think I'm going to. Uh, I to think you should give it a, a try. Look, so you might hate it. Maybe you do two or three questions, and you're like, I got nothing from Which this. Which is fine. Then we can stop. Then but don't do I, it. I am yeah. intrigued. All right, let's finish. Let's, let's wrap up with our we're the, we're gonna drink one of they have this concession stand series so we're drinking a lemon italian ice he's actually came in a four pack with all four different flavors so i'm gonna read the back the first thing every kid looks for at the ballpark where's the concession stand this mm-hmm. is a smoothie style berliner weiss series meant to remind us of being kids at the park enjoying our favorite sweet treats so this is lemon italian ice but there was also a cotton candy a cherry rope and i don't remember what the other one was but there were four in a pack okay. of all different flavors from the concession stand yeah cool so lemon italian ice let's give this one a shot hmm So, kind of like the sour, I get a little lemony flavor, but it's not like... Like, I think when we were narrowing lemon, down... I was thinking lemon was going to be I was going to be like, like, dang, this is going to be like... Like lemon, lemon. Like lemon Italian ice. Yeah. Which is super tart. Yeah. It's literally like lemonade without sugar in it over ice. Like, yeah, yeah, true. Right? True, yeah. This is lemony. It certainly is. Yeah, I it's get that lemon. for sure. But it is, and actually, I think in a way, I like this more than I expected because I was expecting it to be to like be over the top. really yeah. tart, really lemony, and it's very smooth in yeah. comparison to my expectation. So it I is. like it. 
Yeah, I was definitely expecting to be kind of more in your face on on the lemon. Um, definitely tastes like lemon. It's just really just tastes like a. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I guess it's a lemon Berliner Weiss. I'm surprised by the smoothie style, though, as the description, because yeah, I don't really get Yeah, I don't know about that. that piece is. It just tastes like a lemon Berliner Weiss to me. Mm-hmm. I guess smoothie would make me think that it has vanilla in it. Right. Perhaps. Uh, or something, but that's not what I get a taste from. I, I get, mean, you know, we never get vanilla, sure, but there's sure. no way there's vanilla in this. No, there's no way there is. But this is very, it, it tastes like, I mean, it's it tastes like a Berliner Weiss completely, mm-hmm. and it's Leveman flavored. So this one, I at least, the beer style makes sense with the flavoring to me. Um, I think I probably was expecting a little bit more over the top just from looking at it, and it looks like it, it you know, evokes those feelings of a italian ice you yeah know? Um, sure but this definitely tastes like a lemon berliner weiss to me so um i don't understand the smoothie style I, no I, i'm not, I'm really not sure, getting that but lemon berliner weiss so yeah interesting yeah so both of these are very interesting and i'm really glad i got to learn about this place yeah for sure yeah. uh it's definitely a unique place it's cool their beers are, are different these are both easily drinkable beers neither of them yeah. are super tart or super overwhelming um they're both definitely an, e- an easy kind of sipping beers so they're not bad they're just definitely unique though but i think that's yeah. part of what they're even in their motto they want something unexpected so yeah uh, i think that they they did pull that part off totally so yeah cool. this was great yeah all right thanks everybody yep bye bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.